We pick up at the top of Yud Zayin, uh, 17 at the Mishnah. Beit Shammah Beit Shammah says, Mevi'en Shlamim ve'ein Somchen Alein. You are allowed to bring Shlamim uh, offerings on uh, Yom Tov. Uh, it says, uh, but, and you can even, but you can't lean on them. Uh, we had this discussion in the previous Mishnah where Beit Shammah doesn't allow you to lean on the animals uh, that, that, that you bring. Uh, he says that he's working with the animal. Uh, Beit Shammah, Beit Hillel, uh, said that you could uh, lean on, on animals. And he said uh, that it's not really... Uh, uh, it, it's needed uh, for the sacrifice, so it's really part of uh, the sacrificial process. Uh, that was uh, that earlier. That was yesterday's discussion. Uh, however, and uh, but uh, when it comes to Shlamim, uh, Beit Shammah says you are allowed to uh, bring them on your altar because there is a part uh, of the animal that is edible uh, by 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 you yourself. Uh, it's not just. Um, uh, the, the shlamim, as its name uh, actually implies, comes from the word shalom, uh, and uh, and it really means one of the explanations of that uh, is because everyone gets a portion of it. The kohen gets a portion, the altar gets a portion, uh, as well as the owner gets a portion. So it's got a part uh, for you because it says um, uh, Beit Shammai says that uh, uh, that you need a certain amount of lachem uh, on 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 Yom Tov. Uh, the pasuk says. Uh, where it says that no no work should be done uh, uh, except for you, right? Except your, the, the work needed for you, uh, and we learn from there that it's uh, it's, or it's known as ochal nefesh. It's got to be uh, it's got to be of benefit to the person uh, itself. And uh, according to to Beit Shammai, you are allowed to bring a shlamim uh, because you are getting a portion uh, of it. Aval lo olot. You're not allowed to bring an olah offering, uh, including the olatria. Uh, that uh, of, of of coming to the uh, the Beit Hamikdash, you're not allowed to bring that on um, Yom Tov itself because it really gets burned up uh, t- totally to Hashem and Olah, as its name would suggest. Uh, it, it goes, it's an uh, um, elevation uh, offering, and uh, and uh, and what happens is um, uh, it gets totally burnt up uh, to Hashem, and then there's no portion. For the for for humans, and as a result, uh, you're not allowed to do that. Violates uh, lachem. Uh, you're not allowed to to do that. However, Beit Hillel Omrim Beit Hillel says no. Mevin shlamim v'olot v'somchen alaim. He disagrees on both of those counts. Um, he obviously says that you could bring a shlamim as well. That that would be clear. Even on Allah, he says that is fulfilling an obligation uh, that you have. And uh, in his drash of the pasuk, he says lachem. Uh, <coughs> has to be means it's got some purpose for a human being. In this case, you're fulfilling a mitzvah. Uh, so what does he use lachem for? Uh, I think we had this earlier in Amasechet. We definitely had it in Beitza. Uh, he says lachem v'lolo avodei chachavim. You you can't uh, use uh, you can't uh, shecht uh, something for a, a non-Jew on uh, on Yom Tov, uh, and that's and that's uh, that that would be it's good lachem v'lo avodei chachavim. Right, and that is what he learns that out from. And obviously, as we uh, the other disagreement that we had. Uh, which we had seen previously, uh, so I won't go into too much here, is uh, the fact that you should lean on the korban beforehand, uh, and, uh, and, and that is what he holds as well. All right. Um, uh, and, uh, and, and, that's, uh, and, and that is actually what the halacha, who the halacha goes like. All right, next part of the Mishnah. <clears throat> what happens if Shavuot 
falls on Friday. Okay, Beit Shammah and obviously, according to Beit Shammah's view, uh, you can't bring your Olat Ria on, uh, on on the Friday because you can't, you're not getting benefit from it. <clears throat> and then, obviously, you can't bring it on the Shabbat either because uh, it's a, it's an individual offering and you can't offer uh, anything, any individual offerings on Shabbat. Uh, the only things you are allowed to offer on Shabbat are communal <coughs> offerings. Uh, that you have to offer on those days uh, and therefore Shabbat uh, would be totally excluded according to everyone actually um, and therefore uh, but Shammai says what you have to do uh, is the day of Shechting uh, would have to happen after Shabbat <coughs> uh, and that's it's after Shabbat on the Sunday okay uh, that's what uh, Beit Shammai's view is uh, you have to Shech the animal uh, the special day after Shabbat, you'd have to bring your Ola offering on the uh, on the Sunday. But Yom Tov Shabbat. It's no day of shechting after Shabbat. So yeah, we, the Gemara would examine this initially to say, like, does that mean that there's no day of slaughter whatsoever? Uh, but on the simple level, it, it could actually uh, mean that, that uh, you don't need an extra day of Shechtim because according to Beit Hillel, you are allowed to bring everything on the, uh, on, on the Erev Shabbat as well. However, Umodim, Beit Hillel agree, Shem Chala Liot, Shabbat, if um, uh, the, the, the uh, Shavuot itself fell on Shabbat uh, itself, Shem Tavach Lachar Shabbat. Uh, uh, the day of Shechting uh, is after Shabbat <coughs> and uh, that, that makes sense uh, because of the fact that everyone agrees that no one you, if it's only that one day uh, of, of Shavuot you can't bring it on the Shabbat itself uh, therefore the, the, the Sunday uh, would have to be uh, the day that you uh, bring this uh, your Ola offering. Okay, and your Kohen Gadol and your Chagiga as well. All right, uh, the Shlamim. All right, Ein Kohen Gadol mitlabesh berkelav. And when the day of Shechting was on a Sunday, uh, the Kohen Gadol uh, wouldn't dress in his uh, normal clothes. In other words, it's basically saying if he can't get dressed in his normal clothes, he doesn't actually serve. So he's not actually allowed to serve on that uh, on that day on the Sunday. Muturin behesbed uvetanit. And also, additionally you are um uh, you're allowed to eulogize and fast, uh, even though in a normal Isru uh, Chag, the day after Ayantov, you're not supposed to eulogize and fast. It's, like, uh, it, it's got elements of the, uh, of the Chag uh, that happened just before, uh, and, it, and, and normally um, <coughs> we wouldn't be allowed to eulogize and fast. Um, and, but here we would say, Dafka, you are allowed to. Okay, Shalola Kaim, Divra Amurim, to go against what the Tzedukim would say, uh, I think it was the Batusim or the Tzedukim which would say um, <clears throat> uh, they said that in their view um, uh, Shavuot always happens on a Sunday the way they worked it out uh, they said that uh, we learned this in Masechet Rosh Hashanah um, <clears throat> uh, which talks about the Batusim and they said listen uh, it says you count from yourself the day after Shabbat so according to them you'd always start counting um, on a uh, uh, the day after the, on a Saturday night that would be 
um, um, uh, day one of the Omer, <coughs> which would result in um, uh, the Shavuot uh, uh, always falling on a Saturday night uh, seven weeks later. And, um, <coughs> and they would say, therefore, that uh, that, uh, that would, would be that Moshe Rabbeinu was kind to us and he gave us a long weekend. Uh, that was their view. And the rabbi said, listen, Mimokrat Shabbat means the night after Pesach. <coughs> Why Pesach is called Shabbat, <coughs> that's the subject of another discussion. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, in Menachot, where, that, where, where it's expanded upon, etc. But uh, the rabbi said, no, that is not the understanding of the Pasuk. <coughs> okay, so, but, uh, but to delegitimize uh, what uh, the Tzedukim would say, or the Baitusim, we would not, uh, we would deliberately uh, de-emphasize anything that happened on a Sunday so as to show that, uh, that their, their view was actually incorrect. Okay, uh, the Gemara picks up as follows. Um, uh, How do you know that Shavuot actually has got Tashlumim? So even though we've got these days um, uh, that we said you should bring it on it, you shouldn't bring it on it, etc. The Yom Tavuach, actually uh, you have Tashlumim, uh, you could bring the makeup offering if you don't manage to bring it according to Batila on the first day. Uh, if it fell on Shabbat, uh, even according to Beit Hillel, uh, you've got seven days, or you've got a certain amount of time to make it up. Let's not uh, uh, presume it's seven days, even though we are going to prove now uh, that it actually is. How do you know that it's got, oh, sorry, it does say it calls Shiva, uh, seven days of Tashlumim, uh, that you could sacrifice it seven days after the festival. Shemar, Chag HaMatzot, Chag HaShavot, Chag HaSukot. The Pasuk says, uh, uh, you know, Shlosh um, cause you know, all of your males should appear uh, in front of Hashem. And when did they do that? On Pesach, Shavuot, and Sukkot. Okay. So Shavuot is compared to Pesach. Okay. And Ma Chagamatot, Yeshra Tashlumim, the same way. Uh, Pesach has got uh, full seven days uh, to, um, uh, you know, all the Yeshra Tashlumim, Ko Shiva. You've got, uh, excuse me, seven days of the festival to bring this uh, offering. So to Shavuot, uh, you can bring the offering for all uh, seven days. Ah, you Shavuot, and the six days thereafter. The Gemara says, really, um, uh, why don't you say, uh, the Pasuk says, it's, you know, it's got Pesach first, then Shavuot in the middle, and then Sukkot. Uh, we jumped and we said that Shavuot is connected to Pesach, uh, and therefore, uh, that uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's automatically there. Uh, and it says, uh, you know, why are we connected to that? and say seven, why do you connect it uh, to Sukkot? Ma'ach uh, Sukkot, Yeshlat Tashlumim Koshu, Shmona, with Sukkot, sorry, it's got a makeup day of eight days. Okay, uh, you could say the same with Shavuot, we could compare it to Sukkot, and if you did that, uh, you'd get an eight days worth of Tashlumim. Tashlumim makeup offerings, um, and uh, the Gemara's first answer: No, you can't say that. Shmini rego atmohu. We know Shmini Atzeret is a separate festival. Okay, it's not really part of Sukkot. The Gemara says, really, Eimad uh, Amor Shmini rego Atmohu Hanimili Inyan Pazar Kashav. 
the only time we say Shemini uh, uh, is a separate festival is only for these six, six things which we saw in Rosh Hashanah, we saw in Sukkah uh, as well. We said Pazar Kashav, uh, in, in, that's a mnemonic, uh, and the, the, the pay uh, stands for pious. It's talking about the lottery. Okay, uh, a new lottery is done. Uh, who's going to offer the, the, the sacrifices? It doesn't follow uh, the previous lottery, which uh, continued. Um, uh, from uh, Sukkot, okay, it's uh, this man, you say Shekhyanu on Shemini Atzeret, we said the Reish is for Regal, uh, it's, it, we, we call it a different uh, festival, we don't say Chag Sukkot, we say Chag Shemini Atzeret Azeh or Chag Shemini Shemini Chag Atzeret Azeh, I think I've forgotten. Um, um, you know, the, the we exact in Nusach, but uh, um, uh, we, we uh, you know, uh, um, but but over there it definitely says uh, that it is called something different. It's not called uh, uh, Sukkot, okay? And uh, it says that's that's the Reish, and then uh, Kashav is the the Kuf is for Korban. Uh, there's a different uh, the Korban in uh, Shavuot. It's uh, on, on Sukkot. Sorry, uh, there is a fourteen um, uh, um, sheep that are offered on on uh, on. Uh, on Shemini Atzeret, there's only seven, and then uh, there's other, you know, going from 13, going all the way down to seven as you move through the days uh, of, uh, of of bulls, okay, and on, on, on Shemini Atzeret, I think it's um, only uh, one or two bulls, and on uh, the, 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 um, the rams, um, uh, or two every day of uh, of Sukkot and on 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 Shmini it's it's only one. Okay, so that's you know for Sukkot that, that those are it's a very different uh, set of of um, um, uh, offerings uh, than uh, the other uh, the other days. Okay, so uh, so therefore that 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 is uh, that's that. All right, and now um the you know and and oh sorry uh the, the, the that's the kuf and the shin is a shir there's a different song uh sung on shmini atzeret as opposed to squat and then the the bet uh is bracha uh which is uh the, the some of the opinions say uh it's, it's got its own bracha in uh the uh in, in benching and uh, in davening etc which is different from sukkot which is quite similar uh to the uh, the ratio of regal. So in other places, uh, it, uh, in one of those other places we mentioned, it does say uh, there was a special bracha uh, given to the, the, the king on that day. Okay, so whichever one it is, uh, there are six ways in which uh, Shemini Atzeret is different from uh, the preceding days of Sukkot. Okay, aval le'inyan tashlumim, however, when it comes to tashlumim, uh, the makeup offering tashlume uh, derishonhu, it is definitely able to be used as a makeup day uh, for the first day. Ditnan, uh, as we learned in the Mishnah earlier on in our Masechet, uh, chapter, uh, chapter 1, uh, in, in, in page uh, uh, it says uh, if you didn't bring your uh, offering on the first day it says you're allowed to carry on and bring it any of the other days of the festival I suppose apart from Shabbat um, and uh, also the last day of the festival as well okay so we see that uh, you would be uh, there is an issue of Tashlumim you would be allowed to bring for eight days as well. So now the question reasserts itself and we say, why indeed do we not uh, give you eight days worth of Tashlumim? 
uh, uh, as opposed to just seven. And the Gemara says, Tafasta lo Tafasta, Tafasta muat, Tafasta. No, if you try grab too much, uh, that is no good. Uh, therefore, you know, don't, don't try grab eight. Rather, uh, take seven. Uh, if you if you just take seven, then uh, at least you you've got uh, the seven. Uh, seven really is included in eight as well. So. Uh, you have taken a little bit and uh, 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 7 is included in 8 and therefore we should compare Shavuot rather to Pesach than uh, Sukkot. Alright, so Gomorrah says, okay, why did we write? Uh, what, what halakhic significance does it, does it mean to write on Chagos Sukkot? Over there, what, surely we learn a law from that. We say that um, uh, it is compares it to Kagamatot uh, to Pesach. Um, the same way uh, that uh, Pesach needs uh, staying overnight in Jerusalem. Okay, after the um, uh, the festival is finished, there's some discussion uh, whether this means the whole festival. It really means uh, that um, uh, that uh, the night after the sacrifice, and this, you know, in, in terms of of this, so too Sukkot uh, would also need staying overnight, and this means that they would uh, uh, only leave at the very end. Um, and uh, uh, you know, and and how do you know uh, with Pesach that you would have to stay overnight? You would have to stay probably for the whole festival um, once you are there. It says, it says you turn in the morning and go to your tents. Uh, and uh, and really what we're talking about there, um, uh, you obviously can't go on Yom Tov itself. So it really means uh, that even after uh, the, 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 the first night or maybe it's the last night or whatever the case is, uh, it's only then after the, everything's over that you could go back. You can't obviously uh, sacrifice uh, your, your offering. Uh, your Pesach offering, even though you've um, sacrificed it that night, uh, you, and go in the morning to your tent, uh, and uh, because that is the first day of Pesach, so you have to wait. You can't go beyond the Tchum, so therefore you would have to say that it must be that you would uh, wait until further on um, in, uh, uh, in the, in the, uh, the process. Okay, and you would have to wait until the, um, uh, you know, uh, as we said, after either after Pesach or, uh, or at least until uh, the second day to go back. All right, um, okay, so that's now what we do uh, is we, we now move on and we say, Tanan, uh, uh, we go back and quote the Mishnah, Chaliot, Erev Shabbat, Yom Yom there is no Yom Tavuach. Right, so Beit Shammah says, if it uh, on, on Shavuot fell on Erev Shabbat, uh, Beit Shammah says you sacrifice the offering, uh, offerings that you need to on uh, um, after Shabbat on Sunday. And Beit Hillel says it doesn't have a day of, uh, of, of Yom Tavuach. Uh, my love, Ein La, Yom Tavuach Klal, do we assume that he means that it's got no day of uh, shifting afterwards? Uh, um, you know, is, is that right? Could that, uh, you know, uh, what happens if you don't manage to shift it on the Yom Tov itself? Don't and you have a chance to make it up law. No, it doesn't mean that it needs an extra day of shechting 
because really you, you could have shechted it on the Yom Tov itself, and then you've got this Tashlumim. Uh, it says, Can you sacrifice all uh, the offerings on that day? Uh, and uh, we just said, however, we just had their discussion uh, as well, where it says uh, they've argued about already. Did none, as we saw, says you are allowed to bring shlamim on Yom Tov, but you don't lean on them. Aval lo olot, but you're not allowed to bring on Allah uh, because of the fact that uh, it's not for you, as we explained. says no, you are allowed to bring both shlamim as well as olot. Uh, and uh, you are allowed to lean on them as well, the double dispute as we saw. Okay, so why do we have to repeat uh, this this argument? It's really essentially the same argument uh, over there, and it says... Um, you need both of these statements. If you only had it in this case where Rabbi Beit Shammah says you're not allowed to bring an Allah on a Yom Tov, it says, Kamri Beit Shammah. Maybe it's only in this case uh, that you would have this uh, day of, uh, it's, it's uh, um, uh, a normal case, a festival after a weekday uh, that Beit Shammah said that, because you could bring it the next day. Okay, uh, uh, there's not such a big deal. If you go and bring it the one day, then you'll bring it the next day. Uh, uh, you could sacrifice it on the day afterwards. However, aval ha, hacha, but in the case where Shavuot fell on a Friday, uh, then there's the Shabbat, uh, which everyone agrees that you can't bring it on. Uh, if you'd only say it then, uh, maybe you would agree uh, with Beitilal that you, you know, a two day delay uh, is no good. Uh, so therefore, we say no. Um, uh, should you you know, you would be allowed to sacrifice on the festival. Therefore, we say that Beit Shammah says, no, uh, you can't even sacrifice it over, uh, you, you, know, you can't sacrifice it, even though it's a two-day delay, you have to push that day of sacrifice off until the Sunday. And if it only told us uh, this, uh, where it says you'd have to push it off the day afterwards, uh, maybe only there uh, that Beit Hillel would allow it. Uh, Beit Hillel says, listen, uh, you, you, know, you can't, if it falls on a Friday, then then you wouldn't be able to sacrifice it uh, on the Shabbat. So therefore, uh, we don't usually like doing it, uh, but um, you know, maybe just um, uh, out of circumstance, we don't want to delay it two days. So therefore, we would allow you uh, to bring it on Shabbat. But I mean, on the, on the festival itself, normally we don't like uh, doing that. Okay, uh, and uh, you would say, maybe you would agree uh, with Beit Shammah is that really you shouldn't uh, bring it on the Yom Tov if you don't have to. Maybe you should just push it off to the next day. Now we see that uh, Beit Hillel says, no, in all cases, uh, you can bring it on the Yom Tov. doesn't make a difference what, what day uh, follows afterwards. Um, and Beit Shammah, his, his blanket opinion is, no, uh, um, you, you bring it, uh, you, know, you, you can't bring these things on Yom Tov, even if that means uh, there could be, in some cases, the two-day delay. All right, so uh, therefore that's it. We uh, and, and, and sorry, that's uh, that's it. And therefore we say tzricha. Um, uh, we say that's needed in both cases. All right, tashma. Uh, we try to bring another proof. Uh, what happens if you didn't manage to check the offering uh, all seven days of Pesach, all the eight days of the Chag, uh, and, and on the first day of Atzeret, uh, then you've missed your opportunity, you're not allowed to uh, offer it up. Okay, my love, Yom Tov Shalatzeret. 
you know, uh, surely this means uh, the Yom Tov of Atzeret, because uh, that's talking about the, it, it says, um, you know, the, the, the Yom Tov Harishon Shad Atzeret, you know, surely that's talking about the, the Atzeret itself, there's a, it's a proof to Beit that you can do it. Uh, my love, Yom Tov Shad Atzeret, it must be talking about uh, the day of Atzeret itself. Um, and uh, it says, uh, Lo, No, it could even mean, according to Beit Shama, that there is a separate day of, of, of slaughtering. Iyachi, um, you know, Nifshot Minai, Dechad Yom Tavach, then there is actually only one day, uh, make up day uh, of, uh, of, of doing it, uh, and, and not actually uh, seven days of Tashlumim. Uh, you know, at least we can work out from there that, that it's talking about that. Uh, and we say, no, Iyachi Nifshot Minai, Dechad Yom Tavach, there's only one day of Yom Tavach. Uh, we say no, Ema Yemei Tavach, the days of Shechting. Okay, so there's no real proof from there because once you're adjusting, uh, you might as well uh, adjust it as well. Uh, and to say, you know, that's it, uh, and and um, and say the days of Shechting. Right, so we try again. Tashma, Detani Rabba Bashmo. We have a statement of Rabba Bashmo in a Brata. Amra, um, Amra Torah, Amana Yamim Vekadesh Kodesh. The Torah says you have to count days and, uh, and, uh, and then you sanctify the Kodesh. You call it a new moon. Right? So the Pasuk in Balotka talks about eating something for Kodesh Yamim. For the, 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 the Slav was eaten for Kodesh Yamim uh, a month of days. Okay, and then uh, you. Uh, and, and so too you should count days and you should uh, um, sanctify a tzeret uh, right? and, and, and that's it so the same thing with Shavuot because uh, it says uh, you have to count uh, 50 days okay um, and uh, uh, the same way Chodesh uh, is counted from one day to the other Atzeret uh, should also be uh, counted according to its unit of counting, uh, which is a day. My love, Gemara Mechodesh. So surely we should learn from Rosh Chodesh. My Chodesh Yom Echad. Rosh Chodesh is really one day, essentially one day. We saw in Rosh Hashanah uh, that if there was confusion, um, uh, you know, the, the, it really was it was seen the one day, and, and that was it. It was enough. Um, and everyone got told, uh, but it really is only one day later on because of various complications, uh, etc., with uh, uh, them not being able to get the signal out in a, in a, in a way that wouldn't get misrepresented. Uh, we saw that it could end up being two days, uh, but that essentially it's only one day, and therefore that's what it means. Uh, the, there really is, should only be one day of Rosh Kodesh. Uh, so too... Um, we see Ma Kodesh Yom Echad the same way as uh, the the Kodesh is actually just one day. Afatzeret Yom Echad. So maybe two Shavuot is only one day, and uh, that's all you you know. You got your chance. That one day is all you have. Uh, the Gemara says, uh, or at least you know the Mei Tavoach as well, maybe. Uh, and Amarava, uh, Rava, Rava says that makes sense uh, to say that Atu Atzeret Yom Echad. 
Meninan, Shmonim Lo Meninan, is it really true with Shavuot? Uh, Shavuot itself, the festival of weeks, literally. Uh, it says weeks, uh, Shavuot is weeks. Uh, so you do only count days and not weeks. It says, uh, you know, uh, how, how could that be? We do count the weeks as well as counting the days. Vama Abayim, Mitzvah Lemunav Yamei, Dictiv Tisbrug Kamishim Yom, it's a mitzvah to count the days. It says you should count 50 days. Mitzvah Lemunayai Shuai, and it's a mitzvah also to count the weeks. Dictiv Shiva. Shavuot uh, you should count seven weeks uh, for yourself uh, and, and, and moreover as we said because if it's called the festival of weeks uh, as well so we see that uh, that it could be a unit uh, as well so it's not just a one day unit and therefore the day of Shechtim would be one day it's seven days uh, from that all right um and now uh, another, you know, source. The uh, Devay Rabbi Leizer ben Yaakov Tana. Uh, the school of Rabbi Leizer ben Yaakov taught as follows. Amakra. The pasuk says. Okay, so that's, we had the one source, now we have another source for a uh, seven-day Tashlumim um, period. And it says, uh, the Pasuk says, you should call out and you should uh, declare on that day it should be a uh, holy uh, day and you're not allowed to do any work. It says, when you reap the harvest of your land. Okay, and that's the next verse, uh, talking about Shavuot. What's the holiday uh, that you call out as well as, uh, as uh, you also reap on it? In other words, it's a, it's a day of reaping. And that must be Atzeret, i.e. Shavuot. When are you allowed to reap, says the Gemara. Uh, it says, Are you allowed to reap on Yom Tov? Ketira b'yomtov mishari is is reaping ever allowed on yomtov? No, it's not. Uh, some discussion, you know, on uh, uh, the, the night after um, uh, Pesach, so the night after yomtov, you have to reap, and that even if that ends up being a Shabbat, that's uh, uh, what we um, uh, we've had that we had that discussion. White cotton, uh, which says, uh, you know, six days you should work, and the uh, and the and the, the seventh day you should rest from uh, plowing and reaping. Uh, you should rest. And we said, oh, you know, so it's only from your individual plowing and reaping. Uh, but the, the Ketira of, uh, you know, does override um, uh, Shabbat as well. So that was talking about Shabbat. So sometimes you can have Ketira to Omer uh, if uh, the night after first night Pesach falls on a Shabbat. But otherwise on Yom Tov, there's no concept of um, uh, reaping. Okay. And uh, uh, as we said, uh, so it must be Katira be Yomtov Misha, you're not allowed to reap on Yomtov, Ella Lav, Latashlumim. But it must be talking about the seven days uh, afterwards as well. And it says, Afagav, the Ita, Rabbi Lezer, Amar and even though that Rabbi Lazar said that Rabbi Shai says uh, that uh, we, we compared it to Pesach, it's tricks to Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov. We need the statement of Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov as well. Dim Rabbi Lazar, Amar Rabbi Shai, if we only had the statement of Rabbi Lazar in the name of Rabbi Oshaya, Havamina, what would I say? Hanit Matashlumim, Shachag, Hamatzot, Asobe. Uh, the same way as the, the, you have days of Cholam uh, Waid where you're not allowed to do uh, any work, okay, uh, and uh, on, of, of, of Pesach, uh, you would say, so too, uh, these extra days of Atzeret uh, would have like a Cholam uh, feel to them, that you're not allowed to 
do uh, any work. We're going to discuss the prohibition of doing work on Cholabayit uh, in tomorrow's daf. Uh, and it says, Kamash Malan, ben Yaakov. It must be like uh, the teacher, like Rebeleza ben Yaakov. Uh, it says that uh, on all of these days, uh, after Shavuot, you could reap uh, because they are normal weekdays. And it says, Rebeleza ben Yaakov. And if you'd only had Rebeleza ben Yaakov uh, told us, uh, it says, uh, Kama. Uh, you wouldn't have known how many days uh, you have to, uh, for Tashlumim uh, purposes. Kamash Malan, Rebeleza, Amar So therefore, we have. Uh, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Oshaya's uh, view, he says that that means you have seven days uh, in which uh, to um, uh, bring the Tashlumim offering. Okay, uh, that is a uh, um, uh, very good place to stop. A little bit Mitsugya, uh, but we'll pick up on it tomorrow uh, as we uh, move from here into the next uh, section of uh, tomorrow uh, with, uh, with regard to Tumah and Tahara, uh, which will last us for the rest of the second. In the meantime, everyone should have a great day. Thank you.